Praise God. <laughs> Woo! Are you ready for the word tonight? We've had the dosage of the word, and I won't be long at all. I promise you, every time I end up, I say that I end up doing something else. Don't you just feel like giving God praise for this time and this season? The most beautiful thing about growth, the evidence of it is expansion. If a people cannot expand, then you have to question whether they've grown. So it's beautiful that today, SPAC nations can be influencing two cities. Or multiple cities, to be honest. I don't know where to start from from the word tonight because I know this is a, you know, it's unfair to preach to such a army <laughs> because you all love the word. <laughs> but it's good at the same time because it means that your pastors, your leaders can never slip. Because you just be saying, what's, what's peace I'm saying? So let's give God praise for the two words we've already had by my sister, Pastor Nikki. And then by Pastor Dami. I want to go into the word smoothly tonight because I feel like what I want to share with you personally can take us into a place of prayer and worship and a realm of power. One of the major things that must be on our minds now is how do we push further and further into the realm of power? How do we move further and further into the acts of the apostles? We've had stage one. And I think that's where I'll start today. This Sunday at the atrium, I want to use a scripture to talk about it. The death of a phase is a seed for the beginning of another. And you may think what I'm talking about, you know the phase we had in Spat Nation. I'm not talking about Pastor Toby, God forbid. I'm talking about the phase we had in Spat Nation was before we went out to the souls, we did, um, we did Bagel King takeover, we did that, we did this, we did that. The ending of that phase is actually a seed for the new phase. Can I start with that from scriptures today? Acts chapter 6, actually Acts chapter 7. Like Pastor Dami, I went to go and get myself a new sword. <laughs> uh, I thought if Pastor Damien can get one then maybe I should get one too because this is a man of the spirit <laughs> but doing that I incurred some some requests <laughs> Acts chapter 7 we'll start from here 
and this is just a detour remember i've said it today so if there is a ending of a certain phase of soul snatching it is only a seed for a new phase the end of something is not actually the end of it it's a seed for the beginning of something else let's look at how we let's read from verse 1 Acts 7 then the high priest asked Stephen Mm. are these charges true? then the high priest asked Stephen are these charges true? yep to this he replied Mm. brothers and fathers listen to me Uh. the God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia I mentioned this during the charge earlier that Stephen got to a place in his ministry remember you're preaching the word but one thing we discover from scriptures is that preaching the word is training for really preaching to nations until you get to a point where you receive accusation you have not yet started preaching to nations the entry point to preaching to nation is accusation I hope you're with me, Spat Nation. So Stephen appears before the Sanhedrin. And the high priest begins to ask him, are these charges true? But Stephen's response, because I was reading this this morning, Stephen's response actually baffles me because he doesn't begin to talk about the charges. He begins to preach to nations that need to hear the word. I wish we could go through this because, and we may come back to it, but let's skip. Let's skip to where Stephen, where they they begin to, they begin to talk about Stephen and they begin to want to drag him out of the Sanhedrin. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, Mm. They were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. So in the preaching of word, it's not actually to make people feel nice. It's actually to make them have a reaction. It is the reaction you're looking for, not the emotion. Stephen preached the word to a place that the members of the Sanhedrin became furious. I thought the gospel was the good news. So at good news, some people will be furious. (laughs) That a man can come into a nation and say, yes, young people can love God and be prosperous. They will call it false hope. That's not false hope. It will make some furious because a system has caged them for so long. But Stephen was the most notorious soul snatcher (laughs) so it's funny that we also have a soul snatcher called Stephen the most notorious as the Sanhedrin watched he hit them with word he hit them with word he hit them with word more word more word more word it was so bad that he went from Abraham to Joseph 
to Moses ended up at Christ. The, <laughs> I don't think you understand what kind of preacher that is. Meaning if I was to do that now, it would take me at least three hours. It was when he rounded up that the Holy Spirit provoked a furious reaction. It was still the Spirit. Let's read on. They were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. Mm -hmm. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, yeah. looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Do you hear that? When you preach the word to a place, I, I, I you know, now I understand Jesus. What Jesus is looking for are men and women who are programmed by the word, are able to take the word to a certain mountain, and what, you know when you preach the word to a place that Jesus stood, he arose from his resting position. What would make Jesus stand? Because God instructed Jesus, sit. <laughs> God instructed Jesus, sit. But the word of Stephen, the soul snatching of Stephen, got to a place that even Jesus could no longer sit down. He stood. People were furious. Stephen did not look at the people. He looked to heaven. People were furious. But he wasn't looking at the people. I'm talking to us as an army today. To say, okay now. We've got to a point where we've got the nation's attention. What are we going to preach? <laughs> We're not going to be private forever, you know. We're going to stand in the public and begin to speak the word. Begin to. And guess what? You have people shouting, you did this. But you preaching the word. Preaching the word. Full of the Holy Spirit. Looking to heaven. Let me tell you. I need to preach to Jesus. Say, so Jesus, this is how you handled um, affliction. Preaching the word to even Jesus standing up and looking at the apostle and saying, okay. Continue to read. This is just a by the way, by the way. <laughs> and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Jesus standing at the right hand of God, yes. Look, he said. <laughs> I see heaven open. I see heaven open. In the midst of persecution, he didn't see the furiousness of the people. It was the bystanders that were reporting how furious people were. The report of Stephen was, look, I see heaven open. So my question to you tonight is, what do you see open? Do you see your Twitter open? Do you see your YouTube open? Or do you still have the eyes of the Spirit to see heaven open? 
said every Sunday service is an opportunity and a reflection of what we see. Every time we gather, so someone can say to, I can say with my mouth, oh, it is now become difficult to win souls. No, it's not become difficult. It's the right condition to preach the word. Because when you preach it, the nations will watch. You were preaching word before, getting away with mixture. But now, when you preach the word, you stand and know that the nations are watching and it is the ultimate time to plant a seed in the heart of men. So for us this Sunday at the atrium is another opportunity to plant seeds in the heart of men and see how against all opposition heavens will open and provide the right souls that we need in order to advance this army because at the end of the day God's kingdom must still advance Stephen reports I see heaven open let's finish this so we can go on and the son of man standing at the right hand of God at this they covered their ears oh my god they covered their what <laughs> masses of people one man is preaching word till it becomes like you know what he's saying is pissing you at this point they covered their ears so now whatever you say someone wants to find a fault in it because they don't want to admit that what you're saying is related to their life so it's called the covering of their ear so what do you do do you stop because they cover their ears no you keep speaking why because you are the seed that is needed for a certain generation to rise i'm not even started yet Let's finish this, Pastor Faith. They covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices. <laughs> Go on. They all rushed at him. They all rushed at him. Yeah. Dragged him out of the city mm -hmm. and began to stone him. My God. Go on. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. <laughs> the ending of a thing is the seed for a new beginning. <laughs> they laid their coats. They didn't know that the ushering out of Stephen was the ushering in of Paul the Apostle. Look, the nations, in order to spread to the nations, Stephen was in a particular place preaching the gospel as one man. But he had to end his error so that he can preach to the nations. Paul was going to be the seed that would take the gospel to the nations, but it required the death of one man.
I'm wondering the mystery of God. Someone looks at someone looks at what we used to do and said now it's difficult to do it. The takeovers, the rallies, the this, the that, let that die. The reason why we need to let it die is because there is something new, a new form of soul snatching that God is trying to usher in. When you're looking at the old, you will not know that there are people laying their coats at soul. Uh, they thought soul was a friend. They didn't know that soul was the actual problem. They killed the old, not knowing that the new was in them. <laughs> said, oh, it's a difficult thing to win souls. It's not a difficult thing to win souls. It's a difficult thing to put an end to an old era. Let people stone that method. Where did the money come from? to do the takeover let them stone it let them stone it to death let them put it to an end because what they're doing is actually laying their coats at the new form of evangelism oh my god by the time they hear about it pastor nikki 20,000 people has already heard about her so now when she begins to start preaching pastor nikki is online the new form of evangelism is here The new form of evangelism is already here and you didn't have to put any effort they killed an old one and made a new one for you oh my god oh my god but it's what you're looking at that will make the difference Stephen looked up and saw heavens open the rushing of people is not the sign of problem it's the sign of open heaven never has it been found before that an, a church will make an online community that's what we are now it's online church preaching the exploits <laughs> of the kingdom let's finish this I say I keep wanting to finish this I'm just passing through <laughs> We're going somewhere tonight, Spat Nation. I'm not going to be long because we're going to go back into the place of prayer. We're going to pray. Just praying for our Father. We're praying for ourselves. And we're saying, Lord, we know what you're calling us to. A new level of wrestle. Responsibility. A, a, a lack of timidness. Some people that will look at people and begin to preach the word begin to fire it until they either come in or close their ears pastor faith while they were stoning him mm. stephen prayed oh stephen <sighs> if we look at this as a story then we missed the whole point I realized we, I was looking and thinking, okay, what do we preach about? I went to go listen to Pastor Toby, the church of Adam. I now put the title, the church of Moses. I now did the, the church of Jesus. And you know, you want to come here and start talking. 
But then I realized something. We're in the face of the church of the apostles. What does a apostle look, an apostle look like? He looks like a Stephen. This is the church of the apostles. That's why on a, sun, on a Friday night, it is not time to play around with service. It's just time to come and incubate ourselves in the arena of power, generating enough power to go out there in the next few days and begin to fire. Pastor Faith. Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Uh, imagine knowing that you're a byproduct of a bigger mission. You know, many times in our mind, we want to be God's mission. You know what that means? It means we want to be the mission that God is working on. But sometimes you're just a product of a mission he's trying to achieve. That's why he first of all will have to deal with reputation. So that at least you will know that this is damaged product. Now you're at seed form. Do you know why? Can we get into the word now? God's method of seed sowing is sending men. God does not sow finances. He sows men. So many times in scriptures you will hear, and there was a man sent by God and his name was... Wherever you see the word sent, you can exchange that word for sown. Remember PT started something but he couldn't get into it yet. The word man is a decoded word. The original word for man is seed. <laughs> I, I want to take you to scriptures in a moment original word for man being seed why? because when God wanted to destroy the earth he first of, he first of all needed a seed called Noah to preserve it Noah would spend his whole life building the ark so that he can preserve the earth it was a seed then when he would come out of the ark the first thing he would do is present God an offering it is only an offering that knows when to present offerings you're presenting a certain amount a week or you're doing this or you're doing that yes that's great but have you become an offering because when you become God's offering you will know God's offering I discovered Genesis chapter 8. Let's get into this. <laughs> Noah, when God wants to sow seed, he sends men. The thing about seed is that the form it takes is a dead form. Actually, before we go to Noah, let's start with John 12. So you know you've heard the word dead man, dead man. And I'm no longer saying dead man, even though it's still dead man. I'm saying this is the gathering of seed. One. 
the gathering of seed everybody sitting down is a seed i was saying it in the study the other day unless you go to your workplace where god has placed you and sow yourself as a seed there the production of what you're supposed to produce there will not be an will not be um will not be fruitful why because you can only get fruit wherever there is seed so what happens to us most time is we see the work that we're in as the fruit not knowing that it's the seed but the work you're in sees you as the seed do you know why because they give you fruit at the end of the month <laughs> the salary you earn <laughs> It's the fruit that they will give you. It's your conversion. The life that you sold in that workplace, they decide to give you fruit at the end of the month. They call it, they call it salary. That's what they call um, fruit. So you now, sowing yourself in spat nation, if you want the fruit of the world to continually be your fruit, then you will not understand that you need to convert the fruit or take the fruit that they give you, open up the flesh, get inside of it, take the seed out and put the seed in a supernatural ground so that at least God will be able to convert your... I'll go there. I'll go there. <laughs> I'm dropping some points. Remember this. What we call the world will see your work. You sow your life, they give you a contract. Terms and conditions. They are now responsible for what time you wake up. They're now responsible for what time you decide to go to sleep. Because you have to wake up. Then they're responsible for what time you leave your house. And the time you must arrive at work. You do this for a number of hours a week. And some, some people work 50 hours. Some work 60 hours a week. They sold their life in there. And at the end of the month, the workplace determines what kind of fruit they will give you. <laughs> Where we say, John 12. Do you know where I'm going? I think it should be verse 23 or 4. Jesus replied, mm. The hour has come yeah. for the Son of Man to be glorified. Yeah. Very truly, mm. I tell you. Very truly, yeah. I tell you, mm -hmm. unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies. He says it's not enough for a kernel of wheat to fall to the ground. It must die. You know what happens to us more time is that we're falling, we're falling, we're falling, and God is even trying to... You know like Pastor David Bessie, like he's, he's trying to... <laughs> and cause you to die <laughs> but some of us are like Jacob we see God's foot coming because <laughs> the earth is his footstool we see his feet coming and we quickly move out the way but unless a cone of wheat falls to the ground number one and 
dies. This man is trying to keep his reputation. People know me as a powerful person. Unless the cone of wheat falls to the ground. Yes, in true, you are a cone of wheat. You are a good substance. But you must fall to the ground and you must die. Because people will not be able to eat you unless you die. <laughs> and even if they are able to eat you, it's only you they will eat and then that's the end of it. Unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, he does what? It remains only a single seed. It remains only a single what? <laughs> so imagine how many people are here tonight that are a seed. We look at our father, Pastor Toby, we praise him for the selfless man he's become. But look at everything it has produced. Because it decided to fall to the ground and die. So now we've got to look at ourselves intensely and say to ourselves in this season, what is going to be the reason why we accelerate faster? The quicker we're able to understand the format of seed. I'm not even asking you to understand death. I'm asking you to understand seed. If you understand the format of seed, you will understand that actually the first thing of seed is to fall into the ground because it is in the ground that the soul, the environment will help it die. I don't even think God is asking you to kill yourself. You know what the song says? Oh, I have to be dead to self. Don't worry. Try to preach the word alive. And what I will do is bring you to a place where the environment you're in will kill you for you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the opinions of people. Let it bring you to a place where you fall into the ground and you die. Not literal death now. The death that a seed dies. The death of suffocation. The only thing that makes that seed fruitful in the end is light. Mm. <laughs> I ask you again, God's method of seed sowing is doing what? Sending men. If I look at unless a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, and I always ask myself, how does this process of falling into the ground and dying go? You look at all these things and you then begin to pray, Lord, let me to fall into the ground. Let me die. God, I kill every part of me. Put me. You'll be doing that for years. I kill every part of me. Put me to death. Psalm 105 will give us a picture of what it means to be God's seed. You cannot choose to be God's seed. He sends you and places you in a soil that he knows as you begin to rise to try and do his work. It will already have the format to make sure everything you thought you were cannot suffice in this work. 
for you were eloquent in speech. If we really went through Stephen, you would have seen what Stephen said about Moses. You look at somebody, they're still using their strength. Oh, trying to stay on top. Trying to stay on top. You weren't even on top. The thing is, believers do not stay on top. They dwell under. Do you know that actually, the method of a believer is that they are not seen. Their fruit is seen. The only thing that they will be asking for is that where is the life behind these fruits? It's only that the life behind the fruit is a particular seed. So the work you can do in engineering, it is a work, it is a fruit, it is the fleshy product of somebody that is firing a life behind it. They eat that, but they don't see the seed. A tree grows, you see the tree, do you see what grew that tree? Psalm 105, let's go straight to verse 15 or 16. He called down famine on the land and destroyed all their supplies of food. And he sent a man before them. Yeah. Joseph sold as a slave. He sent a man before them. Joseph sold as a slave. His slavery was the seed that God needed for him to be king over Egypt. That was what God needed. So actually, it was slavery. That, the, that was the seed that God needed. Slavery. So Joseph looks at his life and he's the son of Jacob. He's the son of a very big principality. But if, as for Joseph, if you're going to enter into the nations, there is a seed that God needs to sow. It's called slavery. So when Joseph is looking at his life, first of all, he starts off and his dad places a coat on him. He looks like the most loved. The Bible says, and Israel loved Jacob. And he was so loved in his house. But after a while, God needed to sow. God looked at Egypt and said that he needs to sow. So guess what he does? He takes Joseph. He takes Joseph and puts him in the midst of his brothers and all of a sudden he, his brothers become jealous of him. All of a sudden people start acting differently towards you. God is in the midst of his own sowing. You're thinking about the seed you sow. God is looking at the seed I can sow for the nation of the United Kingdom. Yes, we've taken it to a place. But now I want seeds for international takeover. How do I do that? I begin to look at Pastor Karima and I begin to take her through a certain route. The route that God takes you for is the seed that you sow. So, wait, so Joseph, let me calm down. Joseph looks at his life and it was all going good. In fact, he was praising. So, oh my God, I'm a descendant of Abraham. In our seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Blessing will come through me. 
when the when the father runs service lift your hand up in the name of jesus say with me in the name that's what you would say you don't have to say say with me in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i am the root for all blessing i am the root for all blessing that's what joseph will be repeating he will look at his brothers he has visions he has dreams the visions and dreams was just a highlight to tell him that god is ready to show The sowing of God is a dangerous sowing. Do you know how powerful that Psalm 105 is? Joseph sold as a slave. I, if I was writing the Bible, I would have said Joseph sown as a slave. God needed a sowing person or he needed to sow a man so he sows a slave. I'm thinking, what's going on with my life? You can only ask that question if you don't understand that you're a seed. Seeds are sown in soil. They do not dictate the conditions in which they grow. They don't dictate those conditions. So God wants Egypt. Joseph is his seed. But Joseph does not con con dictate the conditions as to which he rises to become the prime minister or the ruler over Egypt. He cannot because it is God doing the sowing. So if Pastor Toby comes into the UK with one shirt and one trouser, it is the conditions that God needed in order for him to sow into the UK when he begins to work as a kitchen potter. But yes, we know the story of Pastor Toby, but what is now your story? What is the story that God is trying to write with you? Because sometimes when God is sowing and he uses you as the vessel, you can fight him. Said so I came out of Stockwell, SW8. Born and raised. Okay, fine. There's a certain way that they do it in Stockwell. Now everything in you, when God is ready to use you, will fight to be the person that people knew you to be. But God is not looking for that person. God is looking for another man. A man that he created before time began, that he had created to show him as a prize for the nation. Every time a believer is born, Every time a SPAT national is born, every time somebody answers an altar call, every time we win a soul off the street, know that you've just collected a seed. So that's why I said this is the gathering of seed. You had a passion for the pharmaceutical industry. God wanted to sow you there. But there's a price for that sowing. The price for Paul was Stephen. It was a price. God wanted Paul, had to sow Stephen. <laughs> had to sow Stephen. Sold him. Sold him. Sold Joseph. Sold him because he wanted Egypt. <laughs> You better be careful when God wants something, your life is the price. <laughs> I don't think you understand. When in the beginning, after Noah brought the offering, oh my God, after Noah brought the offering, God began to say, Let this be known. Seed, time, and harvest will never cease. You thought that was offering, <laughs> that was men. <laughs> 
He was talking about men, seed time and harvest. I will never cease taking men, sowing them and harvesting nations from them. Are you sure you're ready for this season, Spanish? Are you really sure? Said yes. Lord, I didn't understand what you was doing before in my life. That's why I would question. That's why sometimes I would jump up and get angry. But seeds don't get angry. Seeds allow the condition because everything about the conditions of my life is adding to me becoming the tree that God needs me to be. Let me get you, let me tell you something. Even the mistakes. When I began to discover this about seed, men, women, that God is after because they're his price for the nation he wants. <laughs> so, so God arrested a person. Ah, God was looking for seed. For God so loved the world. There was a price. <laughs> For God so loved the world <laughs> that he did what? He gave. I, he gave his only begotten son. You see, there was a price for nations. There's another price for system. Only begotten son. It's only a son that can pay the price to take over and reign in a system. So he says, for God so loved the world. Do you know that whole scripture? Oh my day. John chapter 3. Nicodemus comes to um, Jesus in the middle of the night and he says, Master, how can we enter into the kingdom of heaven? <laughs> but Jesus turns around to him and says, unless you are born of the water and the spirit, the first thing about birth is that it takes seed to be born. Look, when a man sleeps with a woman, sorry to be vulgar, he releases a seed. It fertilizes the egg. Out of that, a life is created. Unless you are born of the water and the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Wait. So all of a sudden, this matter of kingdom was not a matter of a man. It was a matter of seed. It was a matter of seed. The watering and the spirit is what brings the seed to life. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. We thought these were talking about objects. He's talking about men. Unless you are born. In that same scripture, God begins to talk with him talks to him about Moses and the snake then he gets to for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life what do they believe in? in the seed he gave for the world imagine there's a life behind the seed you give but imagine it even struggle, we even struggle as people to believe in the seed we give. <laughs> but God turns around and says, 
Whosoever believes in him. You believe in him because I gave him. I sent him as a seed so that I can harvest the world. Seed, time, and harvest. So in the middle of seed and time, and I said this the other day, or in the middle of seed and harvest is time, person. I wish I had time. I'm going from scripture to scripture. Person, how do I know it was person? And the Bible says about Cain, in the course of time, Cain gave an offering. But God disrespected Cain and his offering. Time revealed to God the person that Cain was. Because before the offering harvest, it's time. So what happens is in the time in which you're waiting for the manifestation of you to the nations, God is looking at your person. Looking at your person. Seeing who has Sam become. In the waiting, who has Sam become? He's jumped out from being a seed. He's now trying to be a stylish pastor. He didn't ask me to be a stylish pastor. He needed me to remain as a seed, sown in the ground so that he could harvest the nation. The nation that harvest is not mine. Joseph sold as a slave. Joseph sown as a slave. So what will make us now go to the next level in terms of raising souls in terms of snatching souls and i've been dealing with this with myself sowing myself sowing myself will not look at the conditions he says pt gives a target we've got to be 1200 on sunday somebody has to sow themselves for that because you can only sow yourself into a word. When PT comes out and says these targets, we cry, glory, praise God, yes sir. But somebody's got to go down. Because that word will abide alone. It will abide alone, but somebody goes down. Lord, I believe you for souls this week. I believe you for finances this week. Because in the conditions, what causes the growth of the seed is the continuous exposure to light. So as long as I'm exposed to light, everywhere can still be dark because I don't know when I'm about to break out of the soil. I don't know when the blade is about to come out and begin to wrestle with the soil and I'm about to see the daylight. But one thing you can be sure of is that light is still shining even when you can't see it. It's still shining. There's still light. It's just that you can't see it. But the liku subriande, matosa brede kosonde libriata, rastata, Holy Spirit, I love you. I love you, Holy Ghost. I know you're going to lead my steps today. 
I know you're going to make me harvest today because the fruits of the Spirit are these. Love, patience, joy, long-suffering. So I know because the Spirit, the spirit has fruit, somebody needs to eat me today. I didn't come to give you a theory. I'm examining a life and saying as brothers and sisters, as an army, we have one life to live. We've been trained and raised to this point where now we're saying, can we as a unified force begin to win souls like never before, not on our ability to be wise not on that ability not on our ability to show certain things to the world but on our ability to have lights because the only thing that causes the growth of the seed is light not many people can come along on this journey it's, it's a listen this journey has conditions there are real conditions. You can be sown on a soil. Someone can come here, needs to jump out a car, needs to take a quick leap, finds your soil. Leaks on the soil, but do you know what? Even the leakage on the soil is contribution to the growth. <laughs> but people don't like that. People don't like that. They want clean soil private ground <laughs> where people don't come just the farmer but if it was just the farmer oh my days if it was just the farmer that would add to the contribution of the growth then guess what what did you say sir he doesn't know how, he doesn't know how. so guess what he has he exposes you to the environment so that the environment will be the reason why you grow <laughs> So when he called me as a pastor, it was an exposure. Some people were called as pastors. Then people started messing with their soil. And the seed was being tampered with. And they ran and said, no, I can't take this exposure. But some people stayed in the ground. And now they're becoming trees. Look, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful it is environment he doesn't sit or stand or walk in the environment that is exposed to him he shall be like a tree planted by the streams of water we were planted as seed by water <laughs> i don't know if you're hearing me tonight Spat nation Listen, if you hear me tonight, you will understand one thing. There's nothing to be afraid of. Seed needs all kinds of conditions. Say with me, I am God's seed. Oh, have your seats. Let me round this up. Are you ready to pray tonight? As I'm preaching, seed is coming in. <laughs> If you know, you know. <laughs> People are so, you know. Praise God. I'm playing. I'm playing. But they come and 
carry me from this place. Okay. Let's do these last scriptures. Galatians chapter 3. Whew. The life of fruit is seed. But Jesus said something so important. By their fruit, you shall know them. So you don't preach these people to Sunday, this message to Sunday crowd. That is fruit. The world will see that. But this is the gathering of seed. So in the gathering of seed, there's nothing to show off. It is at this point that the driving force of seed begins to manifest worship, prayer, word. It's called watering. It's only because of time we can't go to and the farmer sows the word. These words were people. Imagine God sowing Moses. Where did he sow him? He sowed him in the house of Pharaoh. <laughs> he sowed him in the house of Pharaoh. Everything Moses would know would be about royalty. But royalty cannot lead God's people. He has to be a shepherd. So what God does is he takes him from the house of Pharaoh, causes him to commit murder, another seed. Something has to die, oh my days, in order for something to live. So now Moses, Moses' seed was the fact that he was a fugitive. What is this? Listen, we thought that the men that God raised were squeaky clean men. No, they needed to be something that God could hold as a seed. When Moses wanted to do God's work, he got himself into trouble. That gave God something to hold. And said, now Moses has given me himself as a fugitive. Sends him to the backside of the desert. When he's at the backside of the desert, now Pharaoh trains this man. I mean, um, what's his name? Jethro. Trains this man. God has something to hold. You know the thing about, and nothing wrong with being perfect, you should be perfect if you can be perfect, but I don't know about perfection. So, the thing about perfect people is that there's nothing to hold. But even God needs handle. <laughs> God's, I don't know if I can say this or I'm allowed to say this or it's legal to say this. God's handle over Moses was murder. I'm sorry, but his Bible, you know, is there. When Stephen began to preach about Moses, he said, and Moses went to his brothers and said to them, why are you trying to hurt one another? They turned around to him and said, you are, is, do you want to do us like you did the Egyptian? This is, this is something that God will hold over Moses through people. <laughs> because even Stephen will give account that it is still the same people that God will send Moses back to. <laughs> Let me round this up. Galatians chapter 3. Are you hearing me tonight, Smart Nation? Are you ready to pray tonight? I think there's a level of power we're going to go to, you know. I personally just believe. I just personally believe if we can sow ourselves get rid of reputation totally don't care
care about what the world says but understands that that God is looking to sow so he looks for men that he can hold and sow <laughs> Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth his slaying was what God held and when he held it he can send him because he had a slaying that he hold so Job would then later repeat though he slay me yet will I trust him because I am not the one that placed myself in London God placed me in London as a seed for a particular time everything in my life to now is God's manifestation of me becoming who he needs me to be so that I can take this nation for him so watch yourself look at how you act sometimes and don't you like step outside of your own body and think hmm And you say to God, at that moment, Lord, I need you if I'm going to walk this walk. And when you say that, you gave God something to hold. So sometimes what happens is your greatest manifestations are in your weakest moments. But many times we run and we try to hide weak moments. But the weakest moment can lead to the greatest manifestation. If we allow God to take us through his journey, many times we have a way to explain our faults. We have a way to explain what we're going through. We have a way to explain why we are not on fire. But God is not interested in why. He's interested in if you will give him something to hold and say, God, as you hold me, I will hold you. Because when Moses said to God that, Lord, when I go, who should you say? Or who should I say? Say that, send me. And he told him, say, I am sent you. He needed something to hold to go. Let's finish this, Pastor Faith. The promises were spoken to Abraham. The promises were spoken to Abraham. And to his seed. The promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. Look at this, yeah? Scripture does not say uh, and to seeds. And it does not say and to seeds it only says and to his seed one person but inside of that one person is many people read on scripture does not say mm. and to seeds yeah. meaning many people yeah. but and to your seed and to your seed yeah meaning one person uh -huh. who is Christ who is Christ so when you hear scripture say in him in him, in him, in him is because he is the only seed that God is looking at so if I'm not in him, I cannot be a seed, so unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone but if it falls to the ground and died, it bears much fruit so now I'm a fruit of Christ but the fruit of Christ still has seed in it yes, read on Meaning one person who is Christ. Yeah. What I mean is this. The law introduced 430 years later yeah. does not set aside. I can't go into that. Just go those who belong to Christ.
But scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin. Uh. So that what was promised being given through faith in Christ Jesus mm. might be given to those who believe. Yeah. Before the coming of this faith, yep. we were held in custody under the law. We were held in custody under the law, yes. Locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. Now we're going to pray, yep. So the law was our guardian mm. until Christ came. Until Christ came. So what guarded us? The law. What guarded seed was the law. That's why you had tithe and offering. So you can only have tithe and offering where the law is still in operation. But wherever, the, wherever Christ has come, the custodian has been lifted. So therefore, people will, people will give according to what Christ is moving on the inside of them to give. Continue. Until Christ came, uh -huh. that we might be justified by faith. That we might be justified, yeah. By faith. Uh -huh. Now that this faith has come, uh -huh. we are no longer under a guardian. And we are no longer under a guardian now that this faith has come. So we walk by faith and not by... Because there's no longer any guardian. You would have walked by the guardian before. What the guardian goes, you go. What the guardian tells you to do, you do. It is based on the guardian. But now there is a faith walk. So you no longer need to walk by the guardian. Yes, continue. So in Christ Jesus, yeah. you are all children of God through yeah. faith. Uh -huh. For all of you yeah. who were baptized into Christ yeah. have clothed yourselves yeah. with Christ. Okay. There is neither truth nor gentile uh -huh. neither slave nor free yeah. nor is there male and female okay. for you are all one in Christ Jesus you are Jesus. all one so listen to this so you are all one in Christ Jesus because you're about to hear this scripture continue if you belong to Christ uh -huh. then you are Abraham's seed oh oh Oh, 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 what am I? If I belong to, if I belong to Christ, I am Abraham's seed. So the gathering of seed tonight, <laughs> I don't think you look, you put your resources in the ground. You don't know what happens to it. You just allow it to manifest when it will manifest. God's saying to us tonight that you are his resource. Abraham's seed. So yes, whatever we went through in our lives, it is only a product of the fact that we are seeds. Someone will say, why did I go through this when I was young? If, I, if God loves me, God loves you, but he sent you as a seed. So you cannot ask God to protect you from the conditions of where you grew up. It's impossible. You can't even tell God to do this in your life as long as you function as the seed. Because seed is a function. As long as you function as the seed that God raised you to be, guess what will happen? You will produce the fruit that God raised you to produce. I said, so what's going on in my life? I told somebody the other day, the manifestation of you being broke is as a function of where you are sowing yourself. 
broke is not a mystery. It's a, it's a result of sowing. It's a fruit. We are all Abraham's seed. What, did, what have you become? Have you become an artificial tree who had false light? You know, the people grow quickly. But with exposure to natural light, an oak tree can take years to grow. But when it grows, it's the strongest tree in the garden. I am the vine. You are the branches. This is God's pattern for our lives. So I ask us today, what will, I'm not asking us what we have become. I'm asking what will we become? Are you trying to manufacture a growth? Trying to look like you're growing because you can put words together. Or do we actually grow? You look at a businessman, he sees his friend or his tree next to him. And he wants to be like that tree because that tree has fruit on it. But God had something else planned in his life but he uproots himself and attaches himself to the tree that is not his that man can never grow a natural growth so at a point when people come to when birds come to perch in his tree people will leave disappointed spat nation as brothers and sisters, co-laborers, now the season is, can we unify as one seed? Put ourselves in the ground. It can't, be, it can't even be Dami and Sam anymore. It's just got to be, uh, uh, that's beautiful, damn Sam. <laughs> Think of one for me though. <laughs> One seed. Huh? Saddam. <laughs> we can preach this all we like. But you know. <laughs> Saddam. <laughs> we can preach this all you like, but we, we know, you know. There now has to become a time where seeds manifest fruits. Tonight, we're going to pray just for five to ten minutes. We're going to believe God together. Whatever we had sowed before. God had sown Joseph, Moses, Elijah. He's sown so many men before. But when he wanted the world, he sowed Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Paul then said, I couldn't get there tonight. I died daily. I said to some of my friends, I said to them, look at opportunities to sow. I'm not just talking financial. I'm talking, can you sow your life in another man's life? Do you know some of the business we did today or the guys went to go and do, there was a man locked out of his house. They had to go and climb under the scaffolding 
get into his house and get the belonging of the wife because of that now they're into whatever business they're in that is global now it was a seed sown look you could have said i'm not crawling on the floor and getting myself dirty reputation had to die if you're going to if we're going to enter into next level we cannot rely on what Fat nation has done we must sow ourselves for a new generation of power for a new level of Spat nation And guess what? You're Abraham's seed. So PT, I'm allowed to say this, PT has shown you in a nation. Because before PT, did you plan on becoming a pastor? Uh, they said even, even some people said in their heart, they said, uh, is he went this PT guy. <laughs> I don't know if I can remain so, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just pick, I'm just picking up spiritual language. Are you ready to pray? Are you sure you're ready to pray? Seed. And I didn't even touch once on financial seed. I just talked about the price of nations is a life. Lord, we want these nations from Africa the continent of Africa to Europe to America to every nation there's enough lives for all these continents in this building today when God raised the army of Gideon he only looked for 300 seed there's enough lives in this building today that if we join our hands and say alongside my sister alongside my brother I'm a co-sown seed. I'm a co-sown man. I cannot uproot myself. Then guess what happens? We take over. Are you ready for takeovers, Spat Nation? I want you to rise to your feet and hold your brother and your sister. We're about to enter into a place of prayer just for five minutes. Oh my Rabba Dobo Supriata.